0: Welcome to the We Are Invincible podcast, a project of Wakagape. We are conversation starters, question askers, and prayerful ponderers. Join us as we invite others to the table to meet and celebrate all of the indispensable people that love Jesus. We believe that as followers of Christ, we are invincible when we are united as one. To learn more about other projects from Wakagape, visit www.wakagape.org. Hello, welcome to episode three of the We Are Invincible podcast. My name is Vicki Shaver, and we have spent the first couple of episodes talking about uh, returning to our first love and falling in love with Jesus again, and us uh, just oh, talk about this forever. Uh, but that word love is tossed around a lot in society, and so what is it when we talk about love in this podcast project and Um, The parent project of Wakagape, we're talking about a specific kind of love that's only found when we dive into one of the original languages of the Bible. Um, So today, I'm inviting Julie Erickson, one of my dear friends and one of our fellow Wakagape team members to the table to discuss this word. Welcome, Julie. Hi, welcome.
1: Oh, welcome. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Welcome Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for uh, having me here, Vicki. It's great to be here on this beautiful, sunny day. So I know. this word, this word love. Okay. So we hear it a lot in society, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we do. You,
0: I know that you've studied this in depth and I just want to, so was there a shift for you when you understood that there was a distinct difference between agape or like the love of God and other kinds of love that we see demonstrated in society.
1: Right. Yeah. I, when I first became a Christian, I had no idea. Like I just thought love was love and (laughs) that, Mm -hmm. that was that. And when I started, um, I got into scripture and, and I, and I, started studying these words uh, agape and then at the time i thought there were four of them i thought that there there was phil ph- philos i think is how you say that yeah i've heard it uh, said phileos i don't know i'm not Greek. yeah <laughs> uh yeah right me either um which is both brotherly love and then eros which is emotional or sexual love there's storgy motherly love or like a parent child relationship. And then of course, agape, um, which is the deepest kind of love. And so when I started looking at those, I recognized that agape was the only one that represented God. Mm. Like it was the only way God can operate is an agape. And as, as I started looking at this, and in, in, in scripture, I saw that agape was all over the Bible. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like, um, you know, the Lord was so good to the Israelites, that was agape. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Jesus uh, laid his life down for us, that was agape. And then I started looking at it in relationships that I had mm-hmm. in my life. Uh, my husband, um, I have a community community uh of of ladies um that are agape to me uh and i hope that i'm agape to them mm-hmm. um and so i i just it was a game changer for me definitely was a game changer for me yeah oh my
0: gosh that's so good yeah i i had a, a similar experience where i i saw it in scripture i saw differences mm-hmm. in scripture so if you had to define agape like mm. I'm gonna put you on the spot here <laughs> you
1: had to define agape, how would you define it? so first, before I do that, I would like to take you to uh the word, and there's uh a few verses I mean, there's a lot of verses, but <laughs> to lot. Talk about agape. <laughs> yeah, um but there's a few verses that really stand out to me, and the first one uh is Romans five and it's eight through 10 and it's but god demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us Mm -hmm. much more than having now been justified by his blood we shall be saved from the wrath of god through him which is jesus for if while we were enemies we were reconciled to god through the death of his son much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by his life and the fact, like in John uh, fifteen thirteen, greater love has no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. That is um, another one. Like it would be easy, I think, in other parts of Scripture. Was it Matthew? Is it the one in Matthew? I'm sorry, I can't remember. There's a Matthew I'm through my...
0: five reference that I that I keep thinking about.
1: Uh, forty. Yeah. Is it 43? I think. Yeah. Yeah. 43? Yeah. This is it. Mm-hmm. So you have heard it said that you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. And then, then the Lord goes on to say, or Jesus goes on to say that, you know, but I'm telling you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you because, and this is Julie's version of the Bible, <laughs> <laughs> is, I Love that. Is, is the fact that it's really easy to love those who are lovable. Mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to love those who are unlovable or very difficult to love. And, and the fact that you can probably hear me and, you know, flip through my Bible here. Um, that's good. And so it doesn't, it doesn't, um, I guess it doesn't shine a light on Jesus. If we only love those that we're comfortable around, Mm. If we only love those that, um, are easy to talk to, uh, if we only love those who we agree with, that doesn't shine a light as to who Jesus is. And it doesn't shine a light of what agape is. Right. So yeah, I that guess isn't that really me, what it is. Yeah. Huh? That's not what it right. is. No, <laughs> it's not. And so for me, I guess it comes down to the fact that, uh, agape is absolute unconditional self-sacrificial love. Mm. Like it doesn't matter how weak or ugly or, um, yuck (laughs) I am, or what I, what I have done, what I'm doing now, or what I will do. I'm still loved the very same Mm. by God. I, I can't do anything to make him love me more. Like I'm loved absolutely perfectly. So I guess that's my definition. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love that.
0: I love that. <laughs> yeah, I know when I looked at it um, and there was a moment that I read that, the verse about while we were yet sinners or in some translations, it even says enemies. Mm. That's when he mm-hmm. died for us. And, you know, I think we can all put ourselves, you know, you have children, I have children. We have, we have loved ones. I can think we can all put ourselves in a place of like, if my kids were in jeopardy, I would give my life for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. But can
0: we put ourselves in a place where my enemy, however you define that, you right. know, the person I disagree with, the person that I got in an argument with 10 years ago that we haven't talked to, the per- however you, I don't know, however right. you think right. of that, the person who maybe hurt me badly. I mean, mm. you know, think about some families who have had um, family members murdered or like some really mm. bad things that have happened to you, can you put yourself in the place where you would die for that person? Mm, Yeah. If you can, now, you know,
1: something of agape that's, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that is definitely when I recognize that, uh, it's, that would be so much more difficult. Like I'm thinking like in my mind of something that is the most horrific crime that have been done to mm-hmm. say a woman mm-hmm. and, and then that I would then put my place in, in that perpetrator. I would say, okay, I'm going to die for you. Not knowing if he would ever come to Christ or not, yes. not knowing if it would ever be worth it gosh would i do that and to be honest probably not yeah. i mean if i'm going to be honest oh totally it, yeah but like you said if it had to do with our kids or grandkids which i'm i'm a nana mm-hmm. but um you know or our loved ones heck yeah in a <laughs> second i would do it yeah but it just reveals so much about the character of god yes the character of, and the fact that even jesus okay he had these 12 guys you know, that were hanging around. One of them he knew from the get-go would betray him. Mm-hmm. And he still treated him the same. He never played favorites. He still like died on the cross for Judas. I yes. mean, he did all these things knowing that Judas would not come to him. Mm-hmm. And so um, it it just really is something that is I'm sure on this side of heaven, I'll never really understand the full extent of, excuse me, of agape, Mm -hmm. but, um, it gives you a little bit of a glimpse as to what, what it can be.
0: (laughs) Well, because it's not, it isn't just outside. It's not just an outside thing either. Like God describes himself as agape, like it is the essence of his character.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, mm-hmm.
0: that's a whole nother layer of this. It was interesting. I I sent you an article this morning, because I was looking at this article from uh, uh, Psychology Today, right. and it was detailing out seven, and I did not know. I was with you. I thought there were four Greek words for love, but apparently mm-hmm. there's seven. Mm-hmm. Us English folk, we only have one. <laughs> <laughs> right. we we instinctively know there are different types of that but but they actually right. detail these things out and it was it, so it's totally like not a christian article they did right. mention in a in the agape section about um christianity in agape but mm-hmm. um but it's but he, the the author described agape as this altruistic love and even at mm-hmm. the end of the description said you know we live in such a world that more of this type of love,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like, yeah. preach brother, yeah." No <laughs> I mean, even everybody recognizes this—that right. self-sacrificial. It does not matter if I know you. It does not matter if I know what you did or what you haven't done. Or I mean, it doesn't even—none of it matters. I still am going to um, have goodwill toward you and even do things for you. And in Christ's situation, die so that you can be with god whoa i mean that ah it's just amazing it's just incredible
1: it is and one thing i also loved about the agape part of that article was or not agape altruism <laughs> <laughs> um, was the fact that they said if it's kind of where the the concept of pay it forward comes from uh-huh. in that the fact that when we look out for our fellow man um it is so much better for our mental and physical well-being. Plus it incorporates a spirit of cooperation.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then and then and then my brain kind of went, man, that would be so much more healthier for unity, unity of the body. Mm-hmm. If we were really walking in agape, if we were altruistic, mm-hmm. you know, towards even the people that we go to church with, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I just, yeah, it's I, and some of that, and and I don't have the article right in front of me, and I should have wrote down the the three other words that I wasn't aware of. Oh, but, I
0: have them here. Um, oh, you Lud- do. What was yeah, ludus, which was like a playful, uncommitted love. I think you said that's the one we see in the movies all the time.
1: Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. then
0: there's pragma, so that must come from like that word pragmatic. Um, Mm -hmm. and they described it kind of like an arranged marriage. Like it, it works for mutual benefit of both parties. So, and that, I I guess it wouldn't necessarily have to be a marriage. It can be all kinds of different relationships that work for mutual benefit. So it's pragmatic, right? Like practical. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then, um, this other one, and I'm going to butcher it, um, (laughs)
1: Me too, I would have too.
0: I don't, falautia, and it's self-love. So like our concept of of self-love or self-acceptance. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I had never heard those other three.
1: Yeah, I thought that was um, really interesting. And one thing that you had said when we were prepping for this was the fact that some of them like interplay, even like uh, the Eros love, interplays with a committed marriage relationship Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know so it's not just bad because it's arrows right you know um and even you know the phileo the friendship love um and i'm uh, storgy, uh the motherly parental love so Mm -hmm. i think that i the different Different difference, differentiation. I was gonna say some really fancy word, but I can't obviously get there we go. There we go. That one. That one. (laughs) Love it. Um is is that the love word does get thrown around so much. And we have to be super careful. Like I'm even catching myself when I go, oh, I just love that picture. And so it's like I'm really trying to be aware of trying to replace that so that. The word love is the exception to the rule. It's not the exception. It doesn't become the rule. Mm. You know, as far as using that word, like it should be, um, it's a, it should be a holy word mm. it should, because it's God. Mm-hmm. It's He's a holy God. It should be a word that we use with reverence, mm-hmm. not to worship the word love, right. but to right. use it with respect right. and reverence because yeah. it re- it represents God. Right. I think that's a great, that I think
0: that's a great ending point right there because um, that's what we wanted to do is just kind of have a conversation about this word and how the nuances of it and, mm. and respect it a little more for sure. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're going to, I love how you segued too. We're going to get into talking about then why does it, why does love matter in God's whole grand plan for the church and for unity? Mm-hmm. And We're going to get into those conversations later. So, okay. So, you know, Julie, this is the third episode, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> into these conversations and, and we're going to do this with everyone. Um, first of all, I want to honor you as mm-hmm. a member of the body of Christ and a, and a sister that is so very dear to me. Um, when I met Julie for the audience, uh, I loved Julie immediately because she is, she's like, she's a big sister to me. Right. But she exudes a lot of the same um, enthusiasm as I do. And the, and the need and desire for justice Mm -hmm. as I do. And I, I see that in you as like, the Lord and his, um, righteousness looks down on that and smiles because like mm. you and I both know that we've had to be refined in that, because, <laughs> yeah, right? He's the judge, not mm. you and I, but you, but you care for those who are on the margins like he does. And it is mm. beautiful. And you step into those places and, um, and have that righteous anger sometimes. And that, um Standing in the gap for people where Jesus stands, and it mm. is beautiful and I just want to honor you for that because I love that about you
1: Oh, thank you so much that's very appreciated, Vicky. I love, you. Vicki. I love um, you
0: too okay so we we end on these two questions. I love these <laughs> questions
1: I do too <laughs> those, I those do too Very
0: different okay, so describe Jesus in one minute or less. Oh
1: wow, he is. He taught me that he's the lover of my soul. He is absolutely everything I need. He loves me unconditionally, uh, self-sacrificially. He has so much compassion and grace upon me. He is my friend. He's my best friend. He is the one when I'm traveling who's sitting in the seat beside me and we're laughing. And uh, he has a great sense of humor, which he would have to me be because I'm his child. So he, I'm sure I make him laugh a lot. Um, <laughs> he's just ever so patient with me and wants so much deliverance. He set us free, but he really wants to deliver me from chains that still bind us. chains that still bind me. So he's my, my deliverer, my redeemer, uh, my protector.
0: I love that. Oh, I love that. I love him too. Um, okay. So this one's totally silly, but I love it. (laughs) If you,
1: if you could be any animal, what would it be and why I'm going to be a mama bear? They are, um, they're, they're, they look so cute and they're furry and fuzzy. Um, they nurture their cubs. They, um, are a beautiful animal that God created. But when those who are in danger, those who are less fortunate, those who are, like Vicky said, in the margins that people don't see um, she will like slap people's faces off to, (laughs) to defend them. And, you know, like she'll chase them off, like get back Jack. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they're big and monstrous, but they can, I just want one, you know, but I know Andy wouldn't let me have a bear and I don't think Condon would either. So
0: (laughs) it's so true. Oh my gosh. I love that. You are a mama bear to all of us. And, and she just loves that about you, too. Thank you so much for joining me today for this conversation. I hope you have a fantastic
1: day. Thank you, Vicki. It's been great to be here.
0: You've been listening to the We Are Invincible podcast, a project of Wakagape. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Wakagape to join the community and get updates and encouragement throughout your week. Come back next week to meet another part of the extended family of God. We're real, we love Jesus, and you never know who's going to walk
1: through the door. Thanks for joining us. We hope you come back to the table soon.